The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. And we are back at the ballpark, starting a couple of minutes early. And in fact, we've already started. Tatsunari Nagishi hit the first pitch of the game on a ground, hard grounder to first. And he is out, so one pitch, one out, as the Blue Raiders hit in the top of the first inning. J.T. Mabry steps in with the bases empty. The Raiders facing a left-hander in Matt Gaither. This is his first appearance with the Seahawks. 1-0 pitch to Mabry, hit high in the air on the infield. It's coming down at the second base spot and the second baseman Baldwin is there, makes the catch, so a couple of quick outs in the top of the first inning for the Blue Raiders. Gaither is a sophomore, came from Christopher Newport Community College in Newport News, Virginia. He's from Midlothian, Virginia. 6'5", 180, and the left-hander's pitch to Brett Coker hit high in the air to right. Going back and waiting is Marsh, so a very quick first inning for the Blue Raiders as they go one, two, three, and so half an inning in the books already here in game two today. Blue Raiders nothing, and the UNC Wilmington Seahawks coming to bat. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Hey, Blue Raiders, thinking about buying a second home along the coast? I've got you covered. From Gulf Shores to Apalachicola, or maybe a condo cabin in the Smokies, I've got that covered too. Buying, selling, or auction here in Middle Tennessee, not a problem either. Call on me, Richard Lewis, for all of your real estate dreams. Oh, by the way, I'm never too busy for any of your referrals. Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, 615-896-5656. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Granison Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Granison Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Granison Associates online at gcpas.com. The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. UNC Wilmington bats in the bottom of the first inning and they'll face Blue Raider right-hander Zach Keenan. Zach in his fifth season with the club, and as we talked about when Peyton Wigginton started, uh, everybody got an extra year of eligibility with the COVID stuff that went on in 2020. And so Zach is, is around and he has had a very good solid career with the Blue Raiders. Last year, two and five, but a good 3.86 earned run average. He appeared in 14 games and started 11. Had a save in one of his few relief appearances. And Zach worked 65 in the third innings and had 62 strikeouts and only 13 walks. So he, uh, he can be a very tough pitcher most of the time. And certainly he would like to be that uh, again this season. 
as he gets started with his first appearance in the Blue Raiders' second game of the season. Blue Raiders defensively have Jackson Galloway in left field. Luke Vinson is in center. Tatsunori Nagishi is in right field. Brett Coker at third. Fausto Lopez at short. JT Mabry at second. Jacob Williams at first. Mason Spears, the catcher, is in this game. And his throw goes down to second base, and we get set to get things going in the bottom of the first. First hitter up for UNC Wilmington is Brooks Baldwin, and, and he, uh, I guess you might say, is kind of highly touted. He was honored as the uh, Colonial Athletic Association's League's co-preseason player of the year, um, and one of four other five players from this uh, Seahawks team that are on that list of, of preseason honors. Um, he was also a third-team All-American, preseason All-American. So uh, that, that, you know, you got to figure that adds a little extra weight to your performances, but then the ones that are able to, to battle that are the ones that tend to become very, very good. First pitch, a ball, next one, a swing and a miss, and it's a ball and a strike. Baldwin last year hit 325, 15 homers, 45 runs batted in. Foul ball off the end of the bat, rolls towards the third base dugout and strike two, one ball and two strikes. Tell you what, that first game kind of takes your breath away, doesn't it? Three to two, 10 inning win, a vicious line drive caught by Eric Swan to win it with the tying run at third. Blue Raiders trailing 2-0 until the seventh. There's a drive to right. That's a base hit. It's going to get to the wall on two hops. And Baldwin will start things off in the bottom of the first with a double. Got a pitch up and hammered it to right field. A couple of quick hops and it was off the wall. So runner at second base for the Seahawks. Nobody out in the bottom of the first. And the batter is Dylan Lafiri. Bats from the right side. He's their left fielder. Keenan from the stretch, a look, and now a, a bluff to second base. Baldwin stole 11 bases last year. Pitch outside is ball one. Here's the pitch, and that's down a little bit low ball, too, and no strikes.
Timothy Fieri had a good season in 21. He hit 305. Waits for a 2-0 pitch. Pops it in the air into shallow center. Going out is Lopez, and he struggles with it out on the outfield grass, but he stuck with it and made the play. A little bit of a breeze blowing from right to left. And I think that ball got up high enough that it uh, might have made it a little bit more challenging. So runner at second base and one out. And the batter is Ron Evans. Evans, a right-hander. From Raleigh, North Carolina. Here's the pitch to him. Hit high in the air in no man's land, out in shallow right. Not no man's land for Nagishi. He comes in and makes a fine play, and there are two outs. Tatsunori had to cover some ground to get there, and that, that was in that spot behind first base, kind of a blind spot behind first base where it's hard to get to the ball, but not for him. Nice play. So two outs. And here's the center fielder, Noah Bridges. Bridges steps in from the left side. He's a senior. He's from North Carolina. Benson, North Carolina. Runner at second base, two down. Keenan works to him. Bouncer to first. Big hop for Williams. Keenan races to the bag and gets there first, and that retires the side. Very nice pitching around a leadoff double by Zach Keenan. So it's no runs a hit. And one left on base for the Seahawks in the bottom of the first inning. After an inning of play in tonight's game, there is no score. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. Blue Raiders and UNC Wilmington. Nothing, nothing after an inning here. And Fausto Lopez starts things in the top of the second inning. Fausto a single, a double, and a two-run homer in the first game. So Lopez steps in, and he drills this one to left, but right at 
the left fielder, Lefieri. And there's one out. That ball was hit hard. And Lefieri had him played perfectly. So one out on the first pitch. And that's the way the first inning started when uh, Nagishi was retired on a first pitch out. Here's Nick Jones. Nick pinch hit in the first game, hit a fly ball to right field. Pitch to him, and he takes a strike on the outside corner. Jones at the plate. Jackson Galloway waiting to hit next. One out, nobody on in the top of the second inning. The left-hander, Gaither. And a little bit low, ball one, and strike one. Left-hander looking in to get the sign, and the right-hand hitting Jones waits for the pitch. It's hit foul and out of play. Seahawks in white uniform with the sea green, dark sea green numerals and sleeves. Blue Raiders with the gray and blue caps for this game. One ball, two strikes. The pitch on the way is fouled off the fist back into the stands. Oh, nice catch by a fan based on the response of the folks over there. Wow. That was apparently pretty, pretty nice nonchalant play. One and two still with Nick Jones and a pitch in the dirt skips away. Evens the count at two balls and two strikes. Mentioned it in the first game, a good number of Middle Tennessee fans are here for the series. They had to be thrilled about the first one. Swing and a miss and strike three. Jones out on the strikeout. And here's Jackson Galloway. Jackson making his Blue Raider debut. Johnson County High Community College in Kansas City, Missouri. In his first year with the Blue Raiders, 6'2", 190 sophomore. That's from the right side. First pitch a called strike. Two outs, bases empty in the first. And strike two. Gaither ahead, a two-strike count on the Blue Raiders left fielder. And strikes him out on a breaking ball. So three up, three down. Gaither picks up a couple of strikeouts as the Blue Raiders go in order in the top of the second. Ending no score going to the bottom of the second. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. 
Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders, and we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. You're listening to MTSU Sports on WGNS. Second Blue Raiders game of the day. Scoreless into the bottom of the second inning. Zach Keenan getting set for his second inning of work was touched for a leadoff double, but... That runner was still at second base when the inning was over. A couple of fly balls and a ground out took care of any further trouble in that first. So Zach gets set to go with Matt Suggs, Tabor Mongero, and Ethan Baucom. Five, six, and seven in the UNC Wilmington batting order in the bottom of the second inning. First pitch from Keenan, check swing, and he held up in ball one. Wind has shifted a little bit, now blowing from like in a direction, first base to left center field. First time it's really been blowing out on the day. A couple of balls in that first game had gotten up there. We might have had a couple more home runs, probably one for each team. Strike called on a breaking ball. Keenan gets things even with this hitter at one and one. One-one pitch is strike two called. Got the outside corner at the knees. Lead-off man at the plate for the Seahawks in the bottom of the second inning. One-two pitch up high and inside. Two balls and two strikes. Blue Raider outfield deep and a straightaway for this right-hand hitter, and he lifts one high in the air into shallow left field. Let's see. It's going to be the left fielder, Galloway, who's there and makes the catch. Jackson getting the catch on the high, towering fly ball to left field. So one out. So it brings up the shortstop. Tabor Mongero. Mongero from St. Simons Island, Georgia. 
He is a junior. Bats left, faces Zach Keenan here. One out, base is empty. A smash hits the bag at first, and he is going to be safe at first. The throw went off Keenan. Now the runner goes to second and will be able to make it. So an infield single since it hit the bag and stayed in the infield, but then the throw was at the feet of Keenan, so an error on Williams. And so as a result of that, a runner at second base with one out. That ball was, it hit the bag and then it looked for a split second like they might have a chance at first. I'm not sure if a, a throw had been up a little bit, that would have happened or not. It was going to be an extremely close play there. And the error is not so much that he was safe, but uh, the fact that the runner was able to go to second base on the play. So a runner at second with one out. Bauckham, the designated hitter, is the batter. He stands in from the right side on Jarrow at second base. Keenan checks him, and the 1-0 pitch sliced foul off to the right side. Going to go out of play down in the bullpen area. Bauckham is a graduate student, first year here. Transferred from UNC Pembroke. Ball on a strike, the pitch. Drilled into deep left center field. Vincent on the run. It's going to short hop the fence. It'll get a run home and be a double for Bauckham. And that puts UNC Wilmington ahead by a score of one to nothing. For the moment, that will be an unearned run, figuring the runner would have scored, not scored from first on that, and I don't think he would have. But, and what other batters do will impact that, but in a situation where a runner advanced on an error versus reaching on an error. Subsequent events can uh, make an unearned run earn. Here's a bouncing ball slowly hit to Williams at first. He'll go to Keenan covering, and the out at first base is out number two on the play. Bauckham will go to third, and that will make the run an earned run. A slow bouncer like that at first would easily have scored a runner from third. So Jack Kroom is the batter. Runner at third, two down, bottom of the second, one nothing Seahawks over the Blue Raiders. Pitch low and inside. Kroom is the third baseman for this UNC Wilmington team. One zero pitch outside, ball two and no strikes. 
Uh, we'll see who starts tomorrow's game here against St. John's. Eric Swan had been penciled in. But he got the save of the first game here. Ground ball hit to second base. Mabry's got it out at first to retire the side. UNC Wilmington scores first. They get a run on two hits. There was an error. One man is left on base. So we played a couple of innings here in tonight's game, and it's UNC Wilmington one, the Blue Raiders nothing. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at getsthealthcare.com. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Okay, a couple innings in the books here, and Blue Raiders on the short end of a one-to-nothing score. We'll send Mason Spears, Jacob Williams, and Luke Vinson to the plate here. I'd like to say hello to the voice of Blue Raider baseball, Dick Palmer, who is with the Lady Raiders. Of course, they're not playing tonight, but uh, in Murfreesboro. And also to Chip Walters. Here's a bouncer to third and a nice scoop and a throw by the third baseman, Jack, Jack Croon, to get Spears at first base. Dick Palmer in Murfreesboro with the Lady Raiders and Chip uh, down in Florida with the men's team and uh, both of them having very very exciting seasons. One out, Jacob Williams steps in, takes a fastball high and inside. Jacob started in the first game. 0 for 4 and looking for his first hit of the season. Right-hand hitter steps in there and takes a little bit low, ball two and no strikes. Umpires for this game, different crew. Wilson Rayner at the plate, Warren Nicholson at first, Brian Peterson at third. Two balls and no strikes, swing and a miss. Good fastball. Williams just missed connecting with that. Temperature at 63 degrees at game time. Got up to 73 in that first game. 
Fastball for a strike. And two and two. A run for the Seahawks in the second has them ahead one nothing. We're in the top of the third. Left-hander Matt Gaither. Swing and a foul tip comes back this way. Outfield straight away for Williams. He's got some good power. I'd like to see him get settled in and get in that good groove early. He can whack him a long way. Swing and a miss. And three strikeouts for Gaither. A couple outs here. Nobody on base in the top of the third inning. And it brings up Luke Vinson. Luke got the what proved to be game-winning run home in the Top of the 10th inning in the 3-2 Blue Raider victory over St. John's in our first game today. Shows bunt, takes the ball outside, 1-0. Vincent uh, very, very fast. one pitch to him, swing and a miss, good change. Had him out in front, a ball and a strike. Bases empty here in the Blue Raider third, two down. Strike called. So one and two. Outfield shading Luke towards left center field. Waits for a 1-2 delivery and a curveball. Stayed a little high and inside. And two balls and two strikes. Gaither stares in, gets a sign from his catcher. Pitch, swing, and a miss. Changed up on him. So now four strikeouts for Gaither in a couple of innings of work. He's retired all nine that he's faced. And in the middle of the third inning, it's UNC Wilmington one, the Blue Raiders nothing. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis & Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis & Associates online at gcpas.com. Got my nachos, got my big TV, and my favorite chair. It's game time. But you know, the only thing that would make it a little better is if I could listen to my local broadcasters while watching the game. Uh, hello. You must have wished for your game to be synced with TV and radio. I sure did. Do you have a DVR? You bet. Do you have a streaming device? Yeah. Blammo. Your game is now synced. It's that easy. Oh, boy. To see if you can get synced, head to SyncMyGame.com from Learfield. SyncMyGame.com? SyncMyGame.com. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. 
Bottom of the third inning. And UNC Wilmington comes to the plate, leading one to nothing. Zach Keenan out for inning number three for the Blue Raiders. Wilmington getting their run in the second inning. Run scoring on a double. And top of the order, and Brooks Baldwin is the batter. We were talking about superlatives going out for him as he stepped in to start things in the bottom of the first. And he followed by doubling sharply to the wall in right field. That was leading off the bottom of the first inning, but Keenan kept him from scoring. So it's Baldwin to start the third. Comebacker off Keenan up the middle into center field for a base hit. Three hits for UNC Wilmington. And the leadoff man on base to start the bottom of the third inning. Dylan Lafieri is the batter, popped out to Lopez in the first inning. He stands in from the right side, runner at first, and nobody out. These two teams will wrap up this weekend set of games Sunday afternoon. Game scheduled to start at 2 o'clock Central. Runner delayed steal, going to second, and he's in safely. Brooks Baldwin really can put on the burners. Mason Spears fired a strike down to second base. Nothing wrong with the execution there, but that's just a flat-out stolen base. So he's at second base with nobody out for the second time in a row for him. That ball sliced into deep right field. Nagishi back, and nice play at the edge of the warning track. He'll get it back in, but Baldwin will tag and move to third on the long out to right field. Well, it's very early, you know, like third inning of the second game, but uh, I'm seeing some good things in Tatsunori Nagishi in terms of his play in the outfield. And when you figure, you know, like Nate Sanders, who's a really good outfielder, has been a center fielder a lot, is playing in left. It says a lot about Luke Vinson and Nagishi that they're, how good they are defensively. And, of course, if you can get a good defensive outfield going for you, That'll save your runs. Ron Evans, the batter, fly ball to right, his only time up. First pitch to him here is a strike. Runner at third, one out. Swing and a miss. Good high fastball. He went up the ladder to try to get it, but couldn't do it. Runner at third and one out here in the bottom of the third inning for the Seahawks. Two strike pitch, drifts outside, checked his swing. They appeal and it's confirmed and one ball and two strikes. 
Baldwin started the inning with a base hit, stole second, goes to third on the deep fly ball to right field. That's where he is with one out. Here's the one-two pitch, ground ball to short. That is bobbled by Lopez, throws to first, and still gets him there. Nice recovery by Fausto. The runner was going to score anyway. And by getting the runner at first, you get the second out of the inning. So two outs and nobody on base, but a run in and two nothing UNC Wilmington over MTSU. Here's Noah Bridges out on a grounder to Williams in the first inning. Pitch to Bridges, swing and a miss. Blue Raiders down 2-0 early in this game. A little bit different fashion, but same result here in the bottom of the third. Changeup had him out in front and strike two. Mason Spears looks in the dugout, gets a sign, flashes it to Keenan looking in. Keenan sat and delivers, and he's outside with the 0-2 pitch. Pitch on the way, and that's the ball. Two balls and two strikes. Bridges had seven homers and 27 runs batted in last year. A 2-2 delivery to him. Drilled to center field. Vincent on the run, and that ball is going to get to the base of the fence. Out in deep left center field and a double for Bridges. That ball was really socked. And so a runner at second with two outs and the inning continues for the catcher, Matt Suggs. That ball had a little more altitude with the wind blowing out in that direction generally like it is. It, uh, it would have left the yard. So the catcher Suggs is the batter runner at second base. Swing and a miss. So a run in in the inning, and now a runner at second base on the two-out double. One strike, swing and a miss. Good change up from Keenan. Gets him ahead, 0-2. 
Outfield for this hitter, playing him very deep. Hit 11 homers last year. That might be the reason. Two strikes outside, ball one, and strike two. Run in in the inning for the Seahawks here to give them the 2-0 lead in the bottom of the third inning. 1-2 pitch, swing and a miss, and Zach gets his first strikeout. But it's a run on two hits with one left on base for UNC Wilmington, and the Seahawks lead the Blue Raiders 2-0 at the end of three. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Out here, we charge into the heartland with Mountain Dew. Out here, there's no rush hour, just the rush of flying wide open on glassy water at 5 a.m. with your first dew in hand. And there's no spin class, just bright green spinner bait that ironically matches your second dew. Out here, we don't just play big buck hunt, we hunt actual big bucks. And out here, the best road is off-road, and the color of your truck is mud. Out here, it's dew. What do you think of when you hear community, integrity, commitment, tradition, and partners? The folks at Sodexo know it's family, friends, neighbors, and coworkers. The people we live with, work with, share our world with, and the fans we love to serve. Sodexo is community. It's a community of more than 200 employees and nonprofit volunteers and the thousands of fans we serve at MTSU. Sodexo is a community of people who are committed to enhancing your game day experience. Sodexo, proud server of your game day concession needs and proud to serve the Blue Raiders. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. Second game of the two for the Blue Raiders tonight is through three innings. UNC Wilmington leading by a 2 nothing score for the Blue Raiders. Uh, no runs, no hits, one error, nobody left on base, and that's because Matt Gaither, the Seahawks starting pitcher, has retired the first nine hitters that he has faced fanning four of those and for Wilmington it's two runs on five hits no errors and they have stranded three so Tatsunori Nagishi leads off for the Blue Raiders in the top of the fourth hit the first pitch of the game out on a ground ball to first base back to start things off and lifts one high deep and foul down into the right field corner it left the yard, but fouled by about 20 feet. If we were in Murfreesboro and you were walking on that pathway between the practice football field and right field, you'd want to have your heads up. Foul ball, strike one. The one strike pitch is a strike on the outside corner. 0 and 2. Gaither off to a really good start for the Seahawks. Two strike delivery is off the outside corner. One ball and two strikes. Supposed to get chillier here for the next couple of days. 
Certainly no complaints with today. 61 the high forecast for tomorrow, 54 on Sunday. Sunny is the forecast for both days. There's a pitch that just missed, and it's two balls and two strikes. Nagishi looking for his first Blue Raider base hit. 2-2 delivery to him here. Check swing on a pitch low. Ball three in strike two. So the count's gone from 0-2 to 3-2 on three straight pitches. JT Mabry, Brett Coker will follow. Three-two delivery. Hit foul off of him at the plate. And Nagishi says it was a foul ball, and the umpire says you're out. You know, I, you never see a player foul a pitch off of his foot and run to first base like, you know, when it's... I mean, the way the ball behaved, it was like it hit him in the foot. And that's where sometimes you got to get help from your other umpires, and if they're both napping, um, which I'm going to say that, well, never mind. You just, somebody fouls, obviously fouls the pitch off their foot, they don't run, and when you've got good speed, you know, it, um, on a ball like that, you're better off running sometimes. So, 10 in a row, retired by Gaither. It was a strange sequence. First pitch to JT is the ball. Takes low and inside here. Two balls and no strikes. Blue Raiders second baseman stands in with the bases empty and one out. And ball three. So Gaither 0-2 with Nagishi through three in a row before the check swing foul ball that was called fair. And now he's missed 3-0 with J.T. Mabry. Pitch is a strike on the inside corner, and it's 3-1. Three-one pitch to JT. Hit hard and nice diving play at third and throw to first by Kroom and out at first base. That was a splendid play by Kroom at third. I was getting set to head that ball into left field. Got cut off in mid-sentence because of the spectacular play. Not just coming up with the ball, but bouncing to his feet and firing a strike to get JT by a little less than half a step at first base. So two outs. Coker tried to check his swing, didn't, and that's strike one on Brett. Fly ball to right for him in the first inning. Two outs, bases empty in the fourth. 
One strike delivery in the dirt. Brett, number 13, third baseman for the Blue Raiders. He's up there one and one. And drills it to left field. That's going to fall for a base hit. First base hit, first base runner for the Blue Raiders. That ends a string of 11 in a row. Retired by Gaither. So... Runner at first with two outs. And here is Fausto Lopez. Fausto checks his swing. Fastball was up high. Fausto, a line drive to left field in the second inning. Single double homer in the first game. Game tying two run homer. 1 0 pitch. Outside and low, two balls and no strikes. Brett Coker on at first base with the two-out single. Two-o pitch up high, ball three and Gaither. Lost a little of his sharpness here as far as finding the strike zone is concerned. Three ball count on another hitter. Third of four in the inning. Fausto lifts it high in the air to straightaway center field. Bridges over towards left center makes the catch. And the Blue Raiders are done in the fourth. No runs on a hit. First hit, first base run of the game for the Blue Raiders. Middle of the fourth inning. UNC Wilmington on top by a score over the Blue Raiders of two to nothing. And this is MTSU Baseball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. It's a new season. Get ready for more men's and women's college sports excellence. Trophies will be awarded in June to schools who take the top spot in the 2021-22 Learfield Directors' Cup. The premier award recognizes one winning institution in all competitive divisions. Follow your favorite team's progress as seasonal standings are announced at L Directors' Cup on Twitter and online at directorscup.org. The crowning achievement in college athletics. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Bottom of the fourth inning, and the Blue Raiders on the short end of a two-to-nothing score. Big right-hander Zach Keenan getting set to face the Seahawks here in this inning, and he'll see the six, seven, and eight hitters, Bonjero, Bauckham, and Marsh. 
two runs on five hits for the Seahawks. The Blue Raiders, no runs on one hit. Tabor Mongero, infield hit in the second inning. Actually, it was only an infield hit because it hit the bag and stayed there on the infield. He scored a run, first run of the game. So Mongero, left-hand hitter, steps in, first pitch, bunt up the first baseline. Keenan gets to it quickly, underhands, and safe at first as the ball came out of Williams' glove. So runners safe at first. They ruled an error on the play and then charged it to Keenan. And so a runner at first base. Leadoff man on base for the third time in four innings now for the Seahawks. Here's Bauckham, double to drive in a run, his only time up, pickoff play at first, very close but safe. Bauckham is the designated hitter for UNC Wilmington. Pitch to him outside and low. <coughs> And a ball and no strikes. Lead off man on base in the bottom of the fourth inning for the Seahawks. Another throw to first base. Angero only attempted three stolen bases and was successful just once last year. There's a drive deep and very foul, way foul. Left the yard, but foul by about 50, 65 feet. Those look good, but they're really nice pitches from the pitcher because the only thing you can do with a pitch that far inside if you hit it is to hit it very foul. So a ball and a strike on this hitter. And breaking ball, got the outside corner. Nice pitch from Keenan, gets him ahead, one and two. So runner at first base, nobody out. Here in the bottom of the fourth inning, a throw to first base. Talked about the Blue Raiders' first home game is against Lipscomb on Tuesday, March the 1st. But they are at Belmont this coming Tuesday, late afternoon game. Check swing, a ball in the dirt blocked nicely by Mason Spears. And so two and two. Leadoff man reached on an error and 
Now two and two with Balcom. Pitch a check swing again. This one a little bit low and three balls and two strikes. Two nothing Seahawks in the bottom of this fourth inning. Three two pitch runner goes swing and a miss throw to second base and safe at second base. Nice slide around the tag by Mongero to get a stolen base. But a strikeout for Keenan for Zach that is his second strikeout. And the batter interfered. And so out at second base. So that's the second out of the inning. Takes the base runner off the bag. So two outs, bases empty, and line drive to J.T. Mabry leaves the feed and makes the catch to retire the side. So an error started, but nothing developed. No runs or hits, an error, nobody left on base. After four, still Seahawks two and the Blue Raiders nothing. And this is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Any way you slice it, your game day won't be complete without soft, delicious bunny bread and bunny buns, an official corporate partner of Blue Raider Athletics. Whether you're watching with friends, cheering in the stands, or tuning in at home, count on Bunny to help strike out hunger and give you energy. So pick up some bunny buns and bunny bread today. It's sure to be a home run. That's what I said. Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. Lightning's locker room, powered by Textbook Brokers, is the place to get your Blue Raider gear. See the selection online at mtsugear.com or at their Greenland Drive location. Lightning's locker room, the official game day provider. Powered by textbook brokers. Well, Blue Raiders have been held to just one hit. In fact, have, didn't have that until 11 straight had been retired as young left-hander Matt Gaither has been pitching exceptionally well. Seahawks have picked up a couple of solo runs and so have the 2-0 lead after four innings.
So we're in the top of the fifth inning, and Nick Jones will lead off. Nick Jones, Jackson Galloway, and Mason Spears. Nick out on strikes in the first inning. He is the designated hitter here in game two. Bats from the right side, takes a pitch, and a ball outside. Outfield straight away for this right-hand hitter, 1-0 pitch, hit him. So Jones is hit by a pitch. Nick will take first base. And with nobody out, a runner on, Blue Raiders with the leadoff man on base. And Jackson Galloway will bat. His debut as a Blue Raider out on strikes in the second inning. He's starting this game in left field. Galloway bats right, swings and fouls back to the screen. Nick Jones hit by a pitch to start things here in this top of the fifth inning. Swing and a miss. Gaither, nice change up there to get him out in front. And strike two. Two-strike delivery, swing and a foul. Fought off a pretty good pitch there. Stays at the plate, and the count stays at no balls and two strikes. Be interesting to see who starts uh, tomorrow's game with Eric Swan picking up the save in our first game today. He was penciled in as a starter, but that was very loosely and lightly done with the knowledge he might be pitching. Swing and another foul. Although he only pitched one inning, probably not so much that he might not be in the mix for starting Sunday's game. Wonder if one of the possibilities would be Trent Siebert. At least he's been mentioned as a possibility for that game tomorrow now. Ground ball sharply hit to short. Second for one and nice pick at first for two. Very good play by Ron Evans. The throw was in the dirt at first, and he picked it well. 6-4-3 is the double play. And with two outs now, base is empty. Mason Spears will hit. Ground out to third, his only time up. Mason bats from the right side. From Westminster, Colorado, takes a strike. His third year with the team. One strike pitch to him. That's inside, ball one, strike one.
1-1 pitch and a high pop foul down to the right side and out of play. Mentioned in the first game, a lot of room in foul territory here. Just as a perspective, if that were at Reese Smith Field, the ball would have been back into that artificial turf area right outside the Blue Raiders clubhouse. And it would have been there by quite a bit. So Mason at the plate, one and two, and he hits one to left center field. And the center fielder Bridges over on the edge of the warning track. That ball got up in the breeze and carried pretty well. But it stayed in the park, and that takes care of the Blue Raiders. A hit by pitch, but a double play, and so no runs or hits, no errors. Nobody left in the fifth inning. Two-nothing Seahawks over the Blue Raiders in the middle of the fifth. This is Blue Raider baseball from Learfield. The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. Out here, we charge into the heartland with Mountain Dew. Out here, there's no rush hour, just the rush of flying wide open on glassy water at 5 a.m. with your first dew in hand. And there's no spin class, just bright green spinnerbait that ironically matches your second dew. Out here, we don't just play big buck hunt, we hunt actual big bucks. And out here, the best road is off-road, and the color of your truck is mud. Out here, it's dew. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Bottom of the fifth, Blue Raiders on the short end of the 2-0 score. And UNC Wilmington will bat with their 9-1 and 2 hitters to come up. Jack Kroom, Brooks Baldwin, and Dylan Lefieri. Wilmington threatened in the first, a leadoff double didn't score. Got a runner on with an infield hit and eventually came around to score on a double in the second game's first run. And then a single stolen base and a two out double got a run home in the third. And that's the two nothing score that they have and the edge. Blue Raiders have been held to two base runners. Hit by pitch and a single and the hit by pitch was erased in a double play. And time is called as third base umpire comes in and says something to the home plate umpire. So, well, Keenan did something, I guess, took too long, and so they rack him up there with ball one. Swing and a miss, and so the count is even on the first pitch. That's kind of an interesting... One ball, one strike, leadoff man on base, Jack Kroom, swing and a miss. He made a sensational play in the fourth inning and a ball hit by 
J.T. Mabry. One of those diving, hop to your feet and fire a strike kind of plays. Dove to his left. So one and two is the count. Our time is called. Coach Toman comes out to have a word with the home plate umpire Wilson Rayner to get perhaps some clarification. So that was a brief conversation. My guess is they're probably not going to dinner together anyway after this game since it's going to be so late. So what the heck, right? Bouncing ball foul keeps the count at one and two. Leadoff man up for UNC Wilpington in the bottom of the fifth and a high fly ball to shallow center field. Luke Vinson coming in and waiting. Makes the catch and one out. So the leadoff man is gone here in the bottom of the fifth inning. Top of the order and Brooks Baldwin who has doubled, singled, stolen a base and scored a run. Baldwin getting some serious preseason honors. Hit 325 last year. And based on the reception he gets when he comes to the bat, uh, very much a fan favorite. Drills a pitch foul way out of play. And strike one. Leadoff man retired on a fly ball to center field. And here's a high fly ball to left field, but it's going to stay in the park. Over to get it is Jackson Galloway, a couple of steps short of the warning track and straight away left. And so two outs for Dylan LaFury. Seahawks have put the pressure on Keenan, and he's responded well. This is the first inning that the first two batters have been retired. And only the second in which the leadoff man was retired. Good breaking ball from Zach and strike one. And so it puts a lot of pr extra pressure on the pitcher, but Keenan has battled it very, very well. One strike pitch, swing and a miss. Good sweeping breaking ball and gets him ahead 0 and 2. Two strikes on this hitter. Lefieri takes outside and 1 and 2. Lefieri, the batter, he's retired on a pop fly and a fly ball. 
A one-two pitch to him. Goes outside, ball two, and strike two. It's interesting to watch the crowd. You can tell the temperature's dropping because people have their jackets on. 2-2 pitch, grounded foul at third base. So you see sweaters and jackets and hoods and all put on it. Uh, early today with the sun on, everybody, it, uh, you didn't need a jacket, that's for sure. Two-two count with this hitter. Keenan's pitch hit deep to left field. The park will not hold this one. A two-out solo homer by Lifgieri. He sent that one well up on the berm beyond left field. We've had several like. Lopez's ball just got over and several right to the wall. That one was, well, forget about that. And as Crash Davis said in Bull Durham, usually they have flight attendants on things that are traveling that far. Well, something like that. So three to nothing. Ron Evans, the batter, he set a fly ball to right and a ground ball to short in his two times up. The ground ball scored a runner from third, and so he has one run batted in. Takes a pitch for a ball, ball and a strike. So two out solo home run and a 3 nothing. UNC Wilmington Lee. This ball is hit well to left center, but it's going to stay in the yard. Over to get it is Luke Vinson. And that retires the side, a run on a homer. And after five innings of play here in the Blue Raiders' second game today, it's UNC Wilmington three, the Blue Raiders nothing. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis & Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis & Associates online at gcpas.com. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at getsthealthcare.com. You're listening to NTSU Sports on WGNS. All right, we've played five, and as we move to the top of the sixth inning, Blue Raiders on the short end now of a three-to-nothing score. 
And Matt Gaither, who has pitched the first five for UNC Wilmington, has pitched really, really well. Five innings, no runs, one hit. One hit by pitch and four strikeouts. Jacob Williams is the batter. Jacob out on strikes, his only time up. That was in the third inning. Gaither started the game by retiring the first 11 that he faced. Left-hander looks in, strike one with Jacob up there, batting from the right side. And Gaither, as he was looked like he was ready to go to the windup, decided against it. And a one-strike pitch is high and outside. Ball one and strike one. Tomorrow's game will not be an on-air game, but it will be a live stream game. Here's a ball looped into right field. It's going to fall for a base hit. Nice piece of opposite field hitting by Jacob Williams. Took a, an inside-out swing. And the Blue Raiders have the leadoff man on base to start the sixth inning, their second hit of this game. And Luke Vinson will bat. Luke out on strikes in the third inning, his only time up. Pops it foul back this way. Vinson had the two out, or well, it was one out double but drove home the go-ahead and what proved to be winning run in our first game here today. That was in the top of the 10th inning. Drills this one down the line and right. It is a fair ball, just barely fair. They're going to wave Williams around to try to score. Vincent dives into third with a run-scoring triple. That ball was fair by about a foot and a half into the corner. And Williams busting it all the way around. Jordan Gutzelman coaching at third, waved him in. They did not have a play at all at the plate. And the throw was quite a bit behind Vincent as he flies into third. Ended up with a nice head first slide into third base. So a three to one ball game as the Blue Raiders get their third base hit and their first run. And time is called. Kelly Seacrest, who's the pitching coach for this club, makes his way out to the mound on a quick conversation. Gaither has pitched sensationally well. Now touched for a run here on the Jacob Williams single and the Luke Vincent triple. So the conference on the mound is over and we're set to go. Top of the order. And Nagishi is the batter. Bats from the left side. Takes a pitch, and it's a called strike on the outside corner. 
Three to one the score now. Blue Raiders getting on the boards here in the sixth inning. Bouncing ball to first. That's a fair ball, but it'll get a run in. Nagishi is out. But he picks up an RBI, his first run batted in as a Blue Raider. The Blue Raiders now are within a run at 3-2. to two. So he gets the job done. And far as scoring, the runner is concerned. First out of the inning. J.T. Mabry is the batter, robbed of a base hit on a splendid play by Kroom at third. His last time up, 0 for 2 as a result. First pitch a ball to J.T. Two runs in the inning in a 3-2 game now. Blue Raiders within one. Mabry lines it to the left and a fair ball. That's going to get to the wall. And J.T. will go into second with a stand-up double. Wow. So four hits now for the Blue Raiders. And... Three of them have come in this inning. Through the first five innings, the only base hit the Blue Raiders had was a single by Brett Coker in the fourth inning. And time is called, and here comes head coach Randy Hood, and he's going to make a pitching change. So Matt Gaither, excuse me, will make his departure, but... Five outstanding innings, touched up a little bit here in the sixth. But all in all, you got to feel pretty good about the performance that he gave his team in his first ever appearance with them. Pitching change for UNC Wilmington, and we'll take this break. This is Blue Raider Baseball from Learfield. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive-through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! Got my nachos, got my big TV, and my favorite chair. It's game time. But you know, the only thing that would make it a little better is if I could listen to my local broadcasters while watching the game. Oh, hello. You must have wished for your game to be synced with TV and radio. I sure did. Do you have a DVR? You bet. Do you have a streaming device? Yeah. Blammo. Your game is now synced. It's that easy. Oh, boy. To see if you can get synced, head to SyncMyGame.com from Learfield. SyncMyGame.com? SyncMyGame.com. The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. All right, pitching change for UNC Wilmington. Matt Gaither, five and a third innings. Two runs, both earned on four hits, no walks, four strikeouts. A runner at second base is J.T. Mabry, and that's his responsibility. The new pitcher is Cole Benton. Benton is a left-hander, so a left-hander following a left-hander. Benton is a redshirt sophomore from Cerro Gordo, North Carolina, and 
He has a brother on this team. Uh, this is Cole Benton. His brother is Cody Brenton. He's a right-hander. So two brothers pitching on the same college team. That's kind of interesting. And the left-hander comes in here with Mabry at second base. One out. And Brett Coker is the batter. Cole Benton last year appeared in 19 games in relief. A one-and-one one record with a 4.50 earned run average. He was he was spots used like for a batter or two because in 19 appearances, 16 innings, struck out 14 and walked seven. Brett Coker, a single and two at bats, hits with a tying run at second base and one out in the top of the sixth inning. Swing and a miss. Like a changeup on the first pitch. Boy, that's a not what you're expecting if you're a hitter. Mabry the double with one out. Gets a good lead at second base. Pitch to Coker. Oh, just foul past first base. And strike two. Inning started with a Jacob Williams single to right. Luke Vinson then tripled into the right field corner, scoring Williams. Yagishi's ground out to first, scored Vinson, and then Mabry is followed with the double. So runner at second and one out. Two runs in. Two strike pitch, fouled away to the right side. With two strikes, Cole Coker knowing that he wasn't going to be too particular. Fought off a good pitch and sent it the other way foul. JT able to get a decent lead at second base. Coker hits a high bouncer to short. This could be a tough play and out at first on a nice play by Mungero. They've had some good glove work on that infield and that was a great example. It was a real high bouncer, and it was one of those do-or-die short hops. And Mongero did it very nicely, firing the strike to Nip Coker by about half a step at first base. On the play, Mabry goes to third. He's there with two outs, and Fausto Lopez, the batter, line drive to left, fly ball to center in this game after three hits in the first game, including a game-tying two-run homer. Swing and a miss. Good curveball. Strike one. 3-2. Wilmington over the Blue Raiders in the top of the sixth. But a couple of big runs in this inning to get it back to where it was only a run now. Strike on the outside corner. 0-2. Oh Pretty good crowd here tonight enjoying baseball. Two strikes with Fausto Lopez. And the 0-2 pitch. He drills it to deep left field, and he's got his second home run of the day. This one was way out of here. Fausto Lopez does it again, and now the Blue Raiders have a 4-3 lead. Wow. 
Man. He launched that, and the good number of Blue Raiders fans who we've been talking about enjoyed that a whole lot, and so did his teammates. You know, they, you, you broadcasters have used the phrase, he hopped all over that pitch, and he did. I mean, it's just, you could see with the way the pitch was coming, the way he was going to swing, that he was going to get something on it, but I had no idea it was going to go. 375, 380 feet to straightaway left. Here's Nick Jones, 0 for 1 with a hit by pitch. Nick batting with two outs and the bases empty, and now 4-3 Blue Raider lead. Curveball swing and a foul at the plate. So it closes the book out on Gaither now. He's five in a third innings, three runs, four hits. The walks in four strikeouts. A ball and a strike with Nick Jones. It's been a four-run sixth inning for the Blue Raiders. Curveball, beauty, and a swing and a miss for strike two. You know, sometimes you swing and miss a curve because you got fooled. Sometimes you just swing and miss, and that's what happened there. You could see Jones was on the curveball, but just didn't quite time it. One-two pitch. Swinging a foul. So still a ball and two strikes. Third game of these four games here in Wilmington, North Carolina. We'll have that Tomorrow, 11 o'clock Central Time start on the air at 10.45. Jones back in after the foul ball. The 1-2 pitch is high and outside. Two balls and two strikes. First day of the season, the Blue Raiders won their first game. Now have a one-run edge. Midway through their second game after trailing 3 nothing, 2-2 pitch, high and outside, ball three, and strike two. Jackson Galloway is on deck for the Blue Raiders here in this sixth inning. Three-two pitch to Jones, swing and a miss. That ends the inning, but boy, was it a good inning for the Blue Raiders. Four runs on four base hits. There were no errors, and nobody is left on base. And now as we go to the bottom of the sixth inning, the Blue Raiders have a 4-3 lead over UNC Wilmington. And this is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student-athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. Hey, hey, hey! 
Nothing gets your attention like a happy client. When we were planning our move from Wisconsin to Murfreesboro, we chose Chip Walters of Exit Realty. He knows Rutherford County, and we looked in several neighborhoods. And Chip helped us write an offer on a house in Murfreesboro. And it was accepted on the first try. If you were to tell me you were looking at buying or selling a home, I'd tell you to choose Chip. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty Bob Lamon Associates, your trusted advisor in real estate. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. All right, different look to the game now, and the Raiders like it a lot better than we did about 25 minutes ago. 4-3 Blue Raiders as we move to the bottom of the sixth. Long way to go, but, you know, if you got to have a one-run game, I'd prefer to have the one more, and I know you would too. So the Seahawks bat in the bottom of the sixth with Noah Bridges, their center fielder, to lead off. He has a double in this game. One for two. Bridges bats from the left side, and Keenan's over with strike one. A four-run sixth inning for the Blue Raiders. Swing and a miss. Good fastball that time. Bridges will be followed by Suggs and Mongero here in this inning. Two strikes to count on him as he steps in, leading off the bottom of the sixth inning. 0-2 delivery, sails up high. Zach Keenan in his fifth year with the Blue Raiders. Big right-handers, 1-2 delivery. Comebacker slowly hit. Keenan on the second bounce. Over to Williams at first, and there's one out. Leadoff man retired in the bottom of the sixth inning. So with one out, that'll bring up the catcher, Matt Suggs. Suggs 0 for 2 in this game. A fly ball to Galloway and left, and then a strikeout. Takes a breaking ball, low and outside. Just missed. 4-3 Blue Raiders, bottom of the sixth inning. One out, base is empty for the Seahawks. Swing and a foul and strike one. One ball and one strike. Two games to start the season for the Blue Raiders. First one in the books with a win. One run game here. Pitch as a ball in the dirt. Two balls and a strike.
Zach Keenan ready. 2-1 delivery is sliced foul down the right side, and it's going to drop in foul. Looked like it was going to probably stay that way, but sometimes you never know. Leadoff man retired in the bottom of the six. Suggs up there, a two-ball, two-strike count. Right-hand hitting catcher waits to two pitch. Swing and a miss. Keenan with his third strikeout. Zach with three strikeouts and two outs in the inning. And the batter is Tabor Mongero. On the left side of their infields made two really good plays. One of them in the four-run inning on a ball hit by Coker. Never know what things might have happened if you don't make plays, but then again, that's the name of the game. The old cliche, teams that make the plays tend to win. Ball in the dirt on the first one, two Mongero got an infield hit and scored a run back in the second inning. Takes outside, ball two, and no strikes. Four-run top of this sixth turned the game around in favor of the Blue Raiders. 3-0 through five, 4-3 to the bottom of the sixth. 2-0 delivery. That's ball three. So a three-ball, no-strike count on this hitter. Mongero looking at a 3-0 count, and here comes the pitch to him. Takes it, ball four. That is the first walk issued by a Blue Raider pitcher this year, and it doesn't come until after 15 and two-thirds innings of pitching. And with that walk and a two-out base runner, the Seahawks have still not been retired in order. They had the leadoff man on base in the first, third, fourth innings, a one-out base runner in the second, and now two-out base runners in the fifth and sixth. And time is called as Blue Raider pitching coach Jerry Myers is going to the mound. And there's action in the bullpen. A left-hander and a right-hander are warming up. So Coach Myers out to talk. You know, I think, you know, the Blue Raiders have had, well, as you know, you've been around a lot longer than I have, just down through the literally decades going back to when Coach Stanford was around, and that's only as far back as, as I'm familiar with things, and I, just outstanding coaches, and I think you're going to like the current staff as the, you have the, the ones prior to them. Somebody who likes sports and appreciates people who appreciate uh, what baseball can do. I, when Coach Myers said, you know, I, I really wanted to get, he was in administrative fundraising actually with the University of South Carolina and said it was a good job and, and worked with wonderful people, but he 
got in there and after a while realized, you know, I really missed the game, and it, kind of, it, it has that effect on people. And Keenan misses, so he's missed with five straight as Ethan Bauckham is the batter. He has a double in two at-bats. RBI double in the second inning to score the game's first run. Pitch on the way is up high. <laughs> Popped out of Mason Spears' glove high in the air, and he caught it with the bare hand and bumped the umpire at the same time, and they bump fists now. Everybody's okay, and the runner's still at first, which is also good. Could easily have been a wild pitch, so 2-0. and oh. Keenan looks in and gets a sign as Bauckham stands in at the plate. Fastball, and that breaks a string of six in a row out of the strike zone. Strike called two and one. Blue Raider outfield playing this right-hand hitter to pull. Vincent in center and Nagishi in, in right shading him very much to pull. All of them are deep. One foul ball and two balls and two strikes on the 2-1 pitch. Four runs, five hits for the Blue Raiders. Three runs, six hits for the Seahawks. Runner at first base with two down and a 2-2 count. Popped up foul. Let's see if it stays in play by the first base dugout. Jacob Williams says it will and makes the catch. So a two-out walk develops into nothing. And no runs or hits, no errors, and a man left on base for... UNC Wilmington in the bottom of the sixth inning. So after six, we'll head on to inning number seven in the Blue Raiders' second game today. Blue Raiders have a four to three lead. You're listening to MTSU Baseball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career or you aspire to be a leader, and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. It's a new season. Get ready for more men's and women's college sports excellence. Trophies will be awarded in June to schools who take the top spot in the 2021-22 Learfield Directors Cup. The premier award recognizes one winning institution in all competitive divisions. Follow your favorite team's progress as seasonal standings are announced at L Directors Cup on Twitter and online at directorscup.org. The crowning achievement in college athletics.
This copyrighted broadcast is an exclusive presentation of Learfield under the broadcasting rights granted by Middle Tennessee State University. Reuse of this presentation is prohibited without the expressed written consent of Middle Tennessee State University and Learfield. Announcers are provided by Learfield and approved by the university. on News Radio WGNS. As his first base hit as a Blue Raider. So a leadoff single starts things for the Blue Raiders here in the top of the seventh. And Mason Spears is the batter. Mason is grounded out, hit a fly ball to center, 0 for 2. Swing and a foul back. Mason's third year with the team. Stands in from the right side, runner at first base is Galloway, a swing and a foul to the backstop. And strike two with Mason. Spears up there. Jacob Williams waiting to hit next. So a two-strike count on Mason. Two strike pitch, drifts outside, ball one, and strike two. These two teams will meet again Sunday afternoon in a two o'clock central time start. Swing and a foul on a one-two delivery. Mason getting a piece of it, staying up there. Matt Gaither, Gaither started for UNC Wilmington, retired the first 11 and allowed only one hit through five innings, one other base runner on a hit by pitch. Looked to run out of gas just a little bit, but boy, did he pitch five good innings. Pitch in the dirt, and they've got the runner hung up at first, between first and second, and out. Galloway got caught in no man's land on a pitch in the dirt. And so he will technically be out stealing. And 2-3-4 is the ruling. So an inning that started with a hit, now one out and nobody on base. Jackson's secondary lead had him kind of far off the bag and he took a step and realized he shouldn't have, and he was about halfway between first and second. Spears takes a swing at a pitch and fouls it out of play, so the count stays at two and two.
Spears has been up there a while. A 2-2 pitch to him, and that's drilled into right center field. That's going to get down and find the wall out by the 360 sign. Mason will cruise into second base with a double, and it makes the runner lost on the bases, a very costly one, because that ball was not going to be caught. It was obvious from the beginning, but easily scored a speedy runner like Galloway from first, but it didn't happen, so it's a double. Blue Raiders have seven hits now. And Jacob Williams, who got the four-run inning off with a base hit, is going to bat. So UNC is going to go to the bullpen as time is called, and Randy Hood, the head coach, heads out to the mound. Call is already to the pen. And we've got a right-hander trotting in. So with the pitching change, that means we'll step out for this break. This game is in the top of the seventh inning. Blue Raiders up four to three, have a runner at second base with one out. We'll tell you about the new pitcher after we come back from this break. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. Out here, we charge into the heartland with Mountain Dew. Out here, there's no rush hour, just the rush of flying wide open on glassy water at 5 a.m. with your first dew in hand. And there's no spin class, just bright green spinner bait that ironically matches your second dew. Out here, we don't just play big buck hunt, we hunt actual big bucks. And out here, the best road is off-road, and the color of your truck is mud. Out here, it's dew. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Jason Hudak, a right hand pitcher from Mooresville, North Carolina, is the new pitcher for the UNC Wilmington Seahawks. Hudak last year appeared in 11 games in relief, a 2-0 record, a 3.50 earned run average. Struck out nine, walked five in 18 innings of work. Hudak spelled H-U-D-A-K. So a runner at second base, and that's Mason Spears. The batter is Jacob Williams. Right-hand hitter stands in. The pitch is a strike called on a fastball. Cole Benton right now, an inning pitch, three hits, a run, no walks, and a strikeout. He's responsible for Spears at second base. Swing and a miss, good breaking ball, and Hudak quickly ahead of Williams. Two strikes. Hudak, 
Top of the seventh inning, 4-3 to three, Blue Raiders. Jacob Williams asks for time, doesn't get it, so he wisely stays in, and he takes. I think the umpire was mad at him and called him out. So two outs. That's six strikeouts for Seahawk pitching. And so two outs for Luke Vinson. What proved to be a game-winning double in the first game, an RBI triple his last time up in this game. Swing and a miss. Four-three, top of the seventh. Benson bats left. One strike pitch. Swing on the foul off the end of the bat. Strike two. Looking ahead to next weekend, the Blue Raiders will be playing in Conway, South Carolina, just outside of Myrtle Beach on the campus of Coastal Carolina University. Two strike pitch, that goes outside. So a one ball, two strike count, and Vincent looking for a two out hit to score Mason Spears from second base. One, two pitch, hit down the line and left over near foul line and making the catch is Lefieri. Vincent is retired. Blue Raiders, no runs on two hits, one left here in the seventh, seventh inning stretch time here at Tonight finds the Blue Raiders ahead of UNC Wilmington by a score of four to three. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis & Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis & Associates online at gcpas.com. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. Bottom of the seventh inning. And Zach Keenan still out there for the Blue Raiders. Zach getting set to face the 8-9 and 1 hitters for this UNC Wilmington team. Wilmington single runs in the first, second, and fifth. The Raiders a four spot. 
in the sixth inning, and so the 4-3 to three lead into the bottom of the seventh. Trevor Marsh, the right fielder, leads off. He is grounded out and lined to second base. Marsh steps in from the left side and faces the right-hander, Keenan. Ball one outside. Hit 259 last year. Three homers, 15 runs batted in. Started are played in 42 of their 54 games. Swing and a miss, strike one, one and one. Marsh, Kroom, and Baldwin for the Seahawks in the bottom of the seventh inning. Swing and a foul comes out of play. Makes it a ball and two strikes. Mentioned earlier, tomorrow will be a live stream only game. So not on uh, on air radio, swing and a bouncer foul at the plate. It behaved just like the one that Nagishi hit earlier that, except Tatsunori stayed fair and it was ruled not to have hit him even though it sure appeared to. That was a weird play. Pitch in the dirt. Hitter checked his swing, and so the count in favor of Marsh. Leadoff hitter up for Wilmington here in the bottom of the seventh inning. Pitch is drilled to right, and the ballpark won't hold. Well, it does, just off the top of the wall. And it's going to be a double for Marsh. Called that one too quick. He hit it right off the top of the wall. And it bounced back for a base hit. And that's a leadoff double to start the seventh. And so the Seahawks still have not been retired in order. And in fact, have the leadoff hitter on for the, let's see, one, two, three, four, third time. Coach Myers going out to the mound to talk to Keenan. Blue Raiders have a left-hander warming up. I need to check this because by process of elimination, Well, we, Charlie McToman is here, but not able to pitch. He's been ill. So we got a new Blue Raider pitcher coming in. We'll tell you all about that after we step away for this break. Zach Keenan goes into the seventh inning and is lifted here in the bottom of the seventh. The runner at second, nobody out. With the pitching change, we'll step away. And this is Blue Raider baseball from Learfield. Pitch change for the Blue Raiders, number six, Trent Siebert. 
Well, there goes tomorrow's. Hey, Blue Raiders, thinking about buying a second home along the coast? I've got you covered. From Gulf Shores to Apalachicola, or maybe a condo cabin in the Smokies, I've got that covered too. Buying, selling, or auction here in Middle Tennessee, not a problem either. Call on me, Richard Lewis, for all of your real estate dreams. Oh, by the way, I'm never too busy for any of your referrals. Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, 615-896-5656. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading-edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at GetSTHealthCare.com. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Pitching change and the new Blue Raider pitcher is left-hander, Trent Siebert. So we're talking about Eric Swan being penciled in and penciled in lightly for tomorrow. Siebert was penciled in even more lightly for Sunday as a possible starter because you just have to wait and see how many pitchers use are used and how long they have to be used here in today's two games but Siebert comes in for the starter Zach Keenan and he inherits a runner at second base with nobody out in the bottom of the seventh that runner represents the tying run foul ball back out of play on the first pitch off the bat of Jack Kroom he is grounded to second fly to center and his two times up has a really good play at third base in his repertoire of tricks here today. Shows bunt, lays off, and the pitch drops low for a ball. Trent Siebert from North Carolina, Fuquay, Verina. And went to Charleston Southern before coming to Middle Tennessee. Curveball is a strike. He showed bunt and laid off, but it was in the strike zone. Last year, Trent, 14 games, 11 starts, a 2-2 two two record, a 3.77 earned run average. 
Checks the rudder at second base. A ball and two strikes. A swing and a foul tip. And still one and two. Groom just got a piece of that one. And he stays alive up there with a one ball, two strike count. Marsh with the double to start the inning. Pitch, swing and a foul. Marsh at second base gets a lead. Lopez playing close to him. Actually right behind him. And time is called as the hitter asks for time and it's granted, steps out at the plate. One, two delivery. Bounce to second, that'll get the runner to third. Nice job by Kroom. Hits the ground ball to second base. Mabry throws him out at first. But the runner goes to third base. And now the tying run at third with only one out. And Brooks Baldwin is the batter. A double single and a fly ball to deep left. Infield will come in for the Blue Raiders with the runner at third base. Swing and a miss on a ball in the dirt. The runner came a little bit. Mason Spears got to it in a hurry. Siebert covered the plate. And Mason, of course, had the, the play. The runner was he had his back to the runner. If he'd gotten told, somebody could have said throw to third because it would have been an interesting play there. I'm not so sure I would have risked it either, but Marsh was about 15, uh, a good 20 feet from the bag. One strike with the hitter. Swing and a miss as Siebert throws a good high fastball by him. Baldwin, a switch hitter, bats from the right side for the first time. Swing and a foul out of play still, strike two. A double and a ground out and a runner at third base for UNC Wilmington here in this seventh inning. For the Seahawks, their first game, the Blue Raiders second. Pitch in the dirt, blocked again by Spears, one and two. Blue Raiders with the infield in. Siebert. 
Looking in, Trent ready. One-two pitch outside. Ball two and strike two. Seahawks are threatening here in this bottom of the seventh inning. 2-2 pitch. Popped him up. Let's see if it stays in play. And Spears is back there. Makes the catch. Foul pop fly to the first base side of home plate. And Mason Spears is able to get there. And that's a big second out here in this seventh inning. Two down now with the runner at third. And Dylan Lefieri who hit a long home run to left field in the fifth inning, one for three, is the hitter. Each team a long homer to left. Fausto Lopez, with his second of the day, launched one in the four-run sixth inning. So Siebert ready to go now with this right-hand hitter. Curveball, beauty, and strike one is the call. One strike delivery, swing and a foul tip, strike two. Two strikes to count as Siebert delivers high and outside, ball one and strike two. Trent ready to go again. Here's his one-two pitch. Check swing, and he went and tagged out by Spears, and that's the inning. Nice, nice, nice job by Trent Siebert. Runner at third and one out, and he gets him without allowing a run. No runs on a hit and one left. Nothing doing after a threat in the bottom of the seventh inning. And so we'll move along to inning number eight. It's still Blue Raiders four, Seahawks three. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Hey, Blue Raiders, thinking about buying a second home along the coast? I've got you covered. From Gulf Shores to Apalachicola, or maybe a condo cabin in the Smokies, I've got that covered too. Buying, selling, or auction here in Middle Tennessee, not a problem either. Call on me, Richard Lewis, for all of your real estate dreams. Oh, by the way, I'm never too busy for any of your referrals. Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, 615-896-5656. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. You're listening to MTSU Sports on WGNS. Well, we move to the top of the eighth inning, four to three Blue Raiders. 
Trent Siebert coming in with a runner at second and no outs. Got a ground out in which the runner went to third and with the runner at third and one out. Got a pop fly and a strikeout to keep the runner from scoring and so it preserves the one run Blue Raider lead to the eighth inning. Four to three the score. Top of the order, Tatsunori Nagishi is the batter. Pitch to him, lifted high in the air to left. Coming in is the left fielder, Lefieri, and he'll make the catch. That ball had some altitude. Number 11, J.T. Mabry. So J.T. Mabry, who has a double and a run scored. He's the batter with one out, and the base is empty here in the eighth inning. Pitch to JT, and he takes a strike on the inside corner. Talk about players who it's been fun to watch develop. This man at the plate is one of those. Takes a strike, 0 and 2. It's a hard smash and it's foul at third base. Jordan Getzelman coaching at third for the Blue Raiders showed very good sense in letting that one just go on by because it was hit very hard. Here's a one-two pitch. Foul off the foot at the plate and Mabry went down, gets up rather quickly. So tomorrow will be the Blue Raiders and St. John's playing a scheduled game that'll start at 11 Central here. Slow Rowler foul at third base. Uh, see, now Jordan is going to go get that one because that was easy. Doesn't risk injury. One-two pitch, and it's in the dirt. Leadoff man retired in the Blue Raiders' top of the eighth inning. Pitch on the way, fouled away a long way, but very foul. Actually went over the Blue Raider dugout and out into the road beyond the seats down along the third baseline and between the stands and the road there's a large area fouled away again blue raiders got the opening game today over st john's three to two in ten innings couple innings left in this one at least. Lined into center field, and Mabry has a base hit. JT's second hit in a row. A one-out single in the eighth inning. The Blue Raiders have their eighth hit. And with a runner on base, that'll bring up Brett Coker. 
Brett had a single in the fourth. In fact, when it came with two outs in the fourth, made him the first Blue Raider base runner. As the Seahawks starter, Matt Gaither, retired 11 in a row, got all four of his strikeouts in that group of 11. Pitch to Coker, hit to left, and it's going to be caught over and in is the left fielder, Lefieri, and two outs. Brett got under that just a tiny fraction. And so an out, two down with the runner at first base, Fausto Lopez. Hit the ball hard twice, including once for a very long home run, is the hitter. And the pitching coach going out to the mound, and he's already signaled to the bullpen to bring in a right-hander. So Hudak came in, pitched two-thirds of an inning, now pitches two-thirds of an inning in this one, and he will be lifted for a new pitcher. So we've got another pitching change. Didn't have many in that first game, but we certainly made up for it here, haven't we? Pitching change for the Seahawks in the eighth inning. Blue Raiders have a runner, J.T. Mabry, at first with two outs. And after we take this break, we'll be back to tell you about the new pitcher. This is Blue Raider Baseball from Learfield. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at getsthealthcare.com. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis & Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis & Associates online at gcpas.com. The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. The new pitcher for UNC Wilmington is a young man from Wilmington, Hunter Hodges. He's a right-hand sophomore. And he will face Fausto Lopez. Hodges last year with this team appeared in 24 games. That's almost half of their entire total. Had two wins, three losses, three saves. That's a 4.38 earned run average. He struck out 52 hitters in only 39 innings. That's a pretty nasty strikeout to innings pitch ratio, isn't it? And he'll be called on to face Fausto Lopez with Mabry at first and two outs in the top of the eighth inning. Fausto Lined out to left in the second, fly ball to center in the fourth, and then bombed a two-run homer way out of here in the sixth inning to put the Blue Raiders ahead four to three. In the earlier game today, Fausto in the seventh inning hit a game-tying two-run homer. 
So he has on the day a single, a double, and two home runs. That's uh, that's pretty good, isn't it? Mabry gets the lead as we're set to go again. Strike called on the first one to Lopez. Hodges ready with a one-strike pitch, and that's a line drive base hit into left field. Mabry will take a turn, but the left fielder, DeFieri, gets it back in in a hurry. So Fausto now has five hits on the day. And so Wyatt Morgan now is going to come up and pinch hit for the Nick Jones. So Morgan pinch hitting with two on and two outs. Nick goes 0 for 2 and was hit by a pitch. Morgan was the DH in the first game. Had three plate appearances, walked twice. And one of them, he was replaced by a pinch runner, but that led to the one of the runs in the seventh inning. Wyatt takes and it's down low, ball one. So Fausto Lopez hops on a pitch, lines a single to left. So two on to two outs. Fastball high and outside, two balls and two strikes. Blue Raiders would love to add runs to their lead. It's a single run now at four to three. Need to have something happen with two outs. 2-0 in the pitch. That's a strike, 2-1. and one. Mabry and Lopez, the base runners. Pitch high and outside, 3-1. and one. So the count in Wyatt Morgan's favor at three balls and a strike as he faces the right-hander, Hunter Hodges. Three-one pitch. And ball four, not close. It loads him up as it keeps the inning going. Mabry moves to third, Lopez Goes to second base, and the pinch hitter Morgan, who now has walked three times in four plate appearances. He's not swinging at anything that's not in the strike zone, is he? Here's Jackson Galloway, single his last time up. This is his first Blue Raider game, one for three as he stands in. Bases loaded and two down. It was a weird step off and just kind of a sort of throw to second with nobody within 30 feet of the bag other than a base runner, and that was Lopez. Pitch in the dirt. Nice block by the catcher, Suggs. That had a chance to be a wild pitch. 
With one out, J.T. Mabry singled. Then with two outs, Lopez has singled, and Morgan, as a pinch hitter, has walked. And the hitter is Jackson Galloway. He's up there, a ball and no strikes. Takes a strike, one and one. It's interesting on the weather today after the rain this morning, just the sunshine, clear skies tonight, pleasant day after a gloomy morning. And the second of two for the Blue Raiders. Ball two is down low, two balls and a strike. Blue Raiders have nine base hits now. Two and one, and the pitch. Good breaking ball. He tried to check his swing and was not able to. It went down and away, but a called uh, strike on the failed check swing, and so two balls and two strikes. Well, you can hear the Seahawks fans. They're wanting an out. Blue Raiders fans want a hit. Let's see what happens. 2-2. Two, two. Strike three called. A big strikeout with two outs, and the bases left loaded. No runs, two hits for the Blue Raiders. Three left in this eighth inning. And so we'll move along to the bottom of inning number eight. Blue Raiders have a 4-3 lead over the Seahawks. And this is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Out here, we charge into the heartland with Mountain Dew. Out here, there's no rush hour, just the rush of flying wide open on glassy water at 5 a.m. with your first dew in hand. And there's no spin class, just bright green spinnerbait that ironically matches your second dew. Out here, we don't just play big buck hunt, we hunt actual big bucks. And out here, the best road is off-road, and the color of your truck is mud. Out here, it's dew. Hit a grand slam with Bunny Bread, proud supporter of the Blue Raiders. With its soft, fresh taste you know and love, Bunny Bread and Bunny Buns are fan favorites for all ages. Bunny is the perfect triple play with the taste you want, the nutrition you need, and energy to go. So step up to the play with Bunny Bread and Bunny Buns today and share the Blue Raiders on to victory. That's what I said. Flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. Well, we move to the bottom of the eighth inning, and the three, four, and five hitters will be coming up for the UNC Wilmington Seahawks. Blue Raiders, four runs on nine hits to this point. Three runs, seven hits for the Seahawks. Zach Keenan started for the Blue Raiders. Six innings plus a batter in the seventh. Three runs, seven hits, a walk, and three strikeouts. So you couple that performance with Peyton Wigginton, and you've got to feel really very pleased about their initial outings, going seven innings for Peyton and six-plus for Zach in the opening game of the season. 
And combined, they allowed five runs, four earned on 14 hits in 13 innings. Walked only one and struck out 10. Ron Evans is the batter. First baseman for this Seahawk team. Trent Siebert is the pitcher. Strike ball, strike on a curveball. And one and one. Evans has hit a couple of decent fly balls to center and to right. Ground ball to short in between those. Bats from the right side, a 1-1 pitch outside, ball two, and strike one. Trent came on in the seventh inning in relief of Zach Keenan. And Trent Siebert working here in the bottom of the eighth. 2-1 pitch is low, ball three, strike one. Siebert ready with a 3-1 pitch to the leadoff hitter. Pops it up. Back behind home plate, and it's going to come into the stands. And somebody must have made a good catch based on the reaction or something funny happened. By the, I can see the Blue Raider fans off to my left. I didn't see where the ball went because it was out of sight lines. But it got uh, interest anyway. 3-2 is the count. And a full count pitch. Swing and a miss. He got him on a curveball. Nice breaking pitch from Siebert. And Trent picks up his second strikeout. So the leadoff man is retired here in the bottom of the eighth inning. Noah Bridges, who has a double in three at-bats, is the hitter. Bridges is the Seahawks center fielder. Bridges takes, and the pitch is the ball, 1-0. Light breeze blowing from home out towards left center field. Swing and a foul tip. And it's even at a ball and a strike. One and one with Noah Bridges. Tried to bunt, missed, and strike two. Not a bad idea, really, because infield back, and especially Williams with the left-hand hitter deep at first base, and he was trying to put it up the first baseline. Count a ball and two strikes, a one-two pitch, and that's strike three. Breaking ball drops over. And so three strikeouts for Trent. And two outs in the inning. And the batter is the catcher, Matt Suggs. 
Suggs hits from the right side, 0 for 3, as he stands in here in the bottom of the eighth inning with two outs. A couple of strikeouts to start it. Pitch up high, ball one. That's really not bad hitting at all. That pitch is just above the strike zone, and it's easy to go after. Suggs laid off, 1-0. There's a strike and a breaking ball. A ball and a strike with this hitter. Trent Siebert delivers a fastball, and it goes outside. Ball two and strike one. He's ready quickly. Two strike, two ball, one strike pitch outside. Ball three and strike one. On deck is Tabor Mangero. Three balls and a strike with two outs. And the pitch. Ball four. So now through eight innings, the Seahawks have yet to be retired in order. A two-out walk keeps the eighth inning going. And it brings up Tabor Mongero. Angero a hit and a run scored. He's also walked. Runner at first base and two outs. Check swing foul ball. And strike one. Ball had a lot of zing on it. Hit off the netting in front of the Blue Raider dugout there on the third base side and rolled down the left field line. So Mongero gets back in. Swing and a miss. So a couple of strikeouts to start the inning, a two-out walk, and now a hitter at the plate with a two-strike count. Outfield straight away for this batter. Two strikes in the pitch. Swing and a foul tip, and it keeps it at 0 and 2. So I notice we were kind of close to the flight pattern for the airport here. Plane just went by, so they're getting a good look at the action from uh, some seats up in the air. Two strike pitch. Check swing on a ball that was. In the dirt, he did not check his swing. The throw to first base, and that retires the side. 2-3 officially on the put out there. So Trent Siebert now has four strikeouts, three of them in this inning. There was a walk and a runner left on base. So ninth inning is here, and the Blue Raiders have a 4-3 lead. You're listening to MTSU Baseball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. 
Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading-edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at GetSTHealthCare.com. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. All right, top of the ninth inning. Blue Raiders coming to the plate, leading by one, four to three the score. UNC Wilmington got single runs in the second, third, and fifth. RBIs going to Ethan Bauckham on a double in that second inning. A ground out scored a run in the third. And then a home run from Lefieri in the fifth for their three. The Blue Raiders plated four sixth-inning runs. Jacob Williams singled. Luke Vincent tripled him home. Tatsunori Nagishi got an infield out for RBI. And Mabry doubled, and Fausto Lopez hit a two-run homer. And that was with two outs. And that's the difference right now. Pitch in the dirt to Mason Spears. Mason a double his last time at the plate. That was into right center field. And in the dirt again, ball two and no strikes. Hunter Hodges came on in the eighth inning. Gave up a single and a walk to load the bases. There was already a runner on. But got a strikeout to end it. And the right-hander works here in the ninth. Ball three is outside. Mason Spears, Jacob Williams, and Luke Vinson are the Blue Raider batters here in the top of the ninth inning. 3-0 is outside for ball four. So Mason Spears gets a leadoff walk. Talk about pitching doing really well with walks. Blue Raiders had no walks in 10 innings in the first game. St. John's had only two. In this game, the Blue Raiders have walked two through eight innings and only two through eight-plus innings here for the Seahawks as well. So that's, uh, that's midseason control and very impressive. And we've got a pinch hitter coming up for Jacob Williams. It's Briggs Rutter who caught the first game. Pitch in the dirt, blocked nicely by the catcher, Suggs. So Jacob goes one for three in the game with a run scored.
1-0 in the pitch. That's a strike. And one ball and one strike. Hodges working quickly, 1-1 pitch in the dirt. And ball two and strike one. Briggs in the first game went two for four with a double included among the two hits. Also ended up scoring the winning run in the 10th inning. Pitches inside, ball three and strike one. Blue Raiders four, Seahawks three, top of the ninth inning. 3-1 pitch, lined, fair, foul at first, caught. And no double play, but a nice play at first by the first baseman, Ron Evans, diving for that ball as it was about to hit the dirt. So a good play by Evans. So the only infielder of the four for the Seahawks that hasn't had a chance to make a spectacular play is the second baseman, Baldwin. Vincent squares to bunt and almost gets a re removal of any chin whiskers that might have developed during this game. It was up and into him. Ball one, no strikes. Hodges has walked a batter, hit a batter last inning, got out of it with a strikeout, and good play there, helped him out after being behind three and one. Strike to Luke. Vincent a triple with a run batted in and then a run scored in the four-run sixth inning. Game-winning hit in the top of the tenth of the first game. That was a double. Strike called one and two. One on, one out, top of the ninth inning. Mason Spears is the base runner. Vincent hammers one into deep right center field. That's going to get down and go to the wall. Spears will go to third base, and they're going to send him home. Oh, he is going to be out. Not really close at plate. Mason didn't pick up the ball well and then didn't look like he was expected to be sent. And unfortunately, that didn't work out so good. So an out at the plate and now two outs in the inning. So I can put Baldwin, that wouldn't, you know, it was a really good throw. He had to make a good throw, and he did. So he joins the other infielders with uh, very good plays. Two outs now, top of the order, and Tatsunori Nagishi is the batter. Been getting the bat on the ball, needs to have one fall in for a hit here with two outs. Swing and a foul. One ball and a strike. 
Nagishi, the Blue Raider right fielder, bats with a runner at second, two down. He's a ball and a strike up there. Checked his swing, and yes, he did check his swing, and so ball two. Pitched a little bit high. Not a popular call from the Seahawk fans. I'm not going to comment because I'm just the world's worst at judging on check swings. I have to watch a slow motion replay to have even half a clue, and then I still miss half of them. Two and one. Ooh, that hit him. I could hear it hit something soft, and Tatsunori didn't seem to respond like a lot of people do when they get hit by pitches. And so a hit by pitch, a runner at first, a runner at second, two outs, and the inning continues for J.T. Mabry. He has two hits, and but for a play by Kroom at third, would have three in this game. Double in the sixth inning. A single for him in the eighth. Two on, two outs. JT checked his swing and didn't. That's a strike. So a strike one count with the Blue Raiders second baseman. Hodges ready, and in the dirt with ball one. One ball and a strike. Nothing doing at the Blue Raider bullpen, so it would appear that Trent Siebert is going to be called on to pitch the bottom of the ninth. A 1-1 pitch in the dirt again. Blocked nicely by Suggs. He's done a good job on a few of the opportunities he's had on plays like that. Blue Raiders catchers. Rudder in the first game and Spears in this one have had fewer chances, but uh, they've done well also. That's a valuable benefit for a team. Two and one. Ball looped into right field, but it's going to stay up for the right fielder, Marsh, and that will retire the side. Soft liner to right. No runs on one hit, no errors, and two left for the Blue Raiders in the top of the ninth inning. And so we'll move along to the bottom of the ninth. The Blue Raiders have a 4-3 to three lead. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Hey, hey, hey! Nothing gets your attention like a happy client. When we were planning our move from Wisconsin to Murfreesboro, we chose Chip Walters of Exit Realty. He knows Rutherford County, and we looked in several neighborhoods. And Chip helped us write an offer on a house in Murfreesboro. And it was accepted on the first try. If you were to tell me you were looking at buying or selling a home, I'd tell you to choose Chip. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamon Associates, your trusted advisor in real estate. 
hit a grand slam with Bunny Bread. Proud supporter of the Blue Raiders. With its soft, fresh taste you know and love, Bunny Bread and Bunny Buns are fan favorites for all ages. Bunny is the perfect triple play with the taste you want, the nutrition you need, and energy to go. So step up to the play with Bunny Bread and Bunny Buns today and cheer the Blue Raiders on to victory. That's what I said. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Well, bottom of the ninth inning, 4 3 Blue Raiders, and Trent Siebert on to face the Seahawks in the bottom half of this inning, and a familiar face in at first base for the Blue Raiders. He is Bryson Thomas. For Bryson, this is his fifth season with the team. And so he is in at first base. Jacob Williams started. He was pinch hit for by Briggs Rudder. And then Thomas now playing first base. Ethan Balcom is the batter. A double for him and an RBI. He's one for three. So... Bottom of the ninth, one run Blue Raider lead. Siebert goes to work and a strike called on his first pitch. Trent came into the game in the seventh inning. One strike delivery, base hit into right center field and the leadoff man is on base to start the bottom of the ninth inning. That's the eighth hit of the game for the Seahawks. So they, as I've mentioned, uh, they've had a base runner in every inning. And not sure what we're doing, maybe a change of some kind. The scheduled hitter is the right fielder, Trevor Marsh. And we're also going to get a pinch runner. Cam Murphy is the pinch runner. Pinch hitter, number four, Kevin So pinch runner in the ninth inning. Balcom ends the game two for four. And we've got a pinch hitter, Kevin Patara. First pitch and a ball. Patara is from Cary, North Carolina. Saw limited action last year. That's from the right side, a 1-0 pitch. Bunt, foul at the plate, strike one. Everybody 
So the pinch hitter up there, a ball and a strike. Runner on, no outs. Tries to bunt it to the first base side, popped it back to the backstop. And strike two, one and two. Murphy at first base, the pinch runner, one and two. He's going to bunt again, and a bunt is a good one. Siebert has only the play at first, throws there, and the sacrifice is successful. You know, it used to be a lot of times they get two strikes and they'll call off the sacrifice, and somebody figured out, well, if the sacrifice is good for strike one and two, we might as well risk strike three. Sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. So a runner at second base and one out and barring a line drive double play, the Blue Raiders will have to face uh, that preseason conference player of the year, Brooks Baldwin. Slow bouncer foul at third on the first pitch from Siebert and strike one. Groom a couple of ground balls to second, a fly ball to center, and a great play in the field. He's a right-hand hitter and bats against Siebert with a runner at second and one out in the bottom of the ninth inning, a 4-3 Blue Raider lead. Pitch on the way, high and outside, ball one, and strike one. Mentioned earlier, rain overnight and this morning pushed everything back today. The Blue Raiders had games that were locally supposed to start at noon and four, but the first game didn't start till three. So this one at seven. One-one pitch, strike called. Good breaking ball drops in, makes it one and two. Sending started with a base hit. A sacrifice is followed, and Jack Croom the batter. One-two pitch, base hit into left field. That should tie the ball game. And it will. A run in the bottom of the ninth. And it's all tied up at 4-4. So top of the order and Brooks Baldwin. Baldwin a double, a single, a run scored, stolen base, two for four. Switch hitter, as we mentioned last time up. Bats from the right side. Swing and a miss and strike one. He was trying to end the game with a two-run homer with that swing. 325 hitter last year.
Kroom at first base. Baldwin hits one high and deep to left. It is going, and this game is over. Well, he didn't get the first one with a swing like that. This one he did, and he sent it far over the fence in left center field as a three-run bottom of the ninth inning dooms the Blue Raiders here in this game. Two of the day games, the two games on the day. Big home run and a three-run bottom of the ninth. And UNC Wilmington wins it by a final of 6-4. to four. We'll be back with totals and highlights on our post-game show coming up next. Hey, hey, hey! Nothing gets your attention like a happy client. When we were planning our move from Wisconsin to Murfreesboro, we chose Chip Walters of Exit Realty. He knows Rutherford County, and we looked in several neighborhoods, and Chip helped us write an offer on a house in Murfreesboro. And it was accepted on the first try. If you were to tell me you were looking at buying or selling a home, I'd tell you to choose Chip. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty Bob Lamon Associates, your trusted advisor in real estate. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the school board lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. What do you think of when you hear community, integrity, commitment, tradition, and partners? The folks at Sodexo know it's family, friends, neighbors, and coworkers. The people we live with, work with, share our world with, and the fans we love to serve. Sodexo is community. It's a community of more than 200 employees and nonprofit volunteers and the thousands of fans we serve at MTSU. Sodexo is a community of people who are committed to enhancing your game day experience. Sodexo, proud server of your game day concession needs and proud to serve the Blue Raiders. Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student-athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! 
This has been Blue Raider Baseball on the Blue Raider Sports Network. Today's game was presented by Lewis Bakeries, Bakers of Bunny, Sunbeam, Healthy Life, and Lewis Bake Shop Reds. And Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. Let's go back to the stadium. Well, welcome back to the ballpark. Tough ball game for the Blue Raiders after a good outcome in the first three, two, and ten innings over St. John's. Uh, it's a three-run bottom of the ninth that sends the Blue Raiders to a loss at six to four. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me, against UNC Wilmington. Game won by a walk-off homer from Brooks Baldwin, who had a double and a single plus the two-run game-winning homer. Blue Raiders. Scored four in the third, sixth inning to take a four to three lead after single runs in the first, second, and fifth by the Seahawks. Key hits in that inning, a Luke Vinson RBI triple and a two, on, two out to run homer from Fausto Lopez, the second homer of the game. Took it four to three into the bottom of the ninth, but it was not to be as a single started the inning. From Balcom, sacrifice moved into second. He scored the tying run on a Jack Kroom single, and then Baldwin followed with the game-winning two-run homer. So the Seahawks start their year 1-0. The Blue Raiders go to 1-1 with the loss here. Tough loss, and, you know, you got to play nine innings, or as we did in the first game, more than that. Um, just sometimes one team has a little bit of an edge, and that certainly was the edge that went to the Seahawks here in the win. And I, I was hearing them say this is the third consecutive year that they have started a season with a walk-off win. So that's, uh, that's not too bad uh, to, way to get your season underway if you're them. So one and one, the Blue Raiders, and they'll get set to play St. John's again tomorrow before meeting the Seahawks club on Sunday afternoon. 6-4. UNC Wilmington over the Blue Raiders is our final, and we'll be back with final numbers right after this. This is the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Out here, we charge into the heartland with Mountain Dew. Out here, there's no rush hour, just the rush of flying wide open on glassy water at 5 a.m. with your first dew in hand. And there's no spin class, just bright green spinner bait that ironically matches your second dew. Out here, we don't just play big buck hunt, we hunt actual big bucks. And out here, the best road is off-road, and the color of your truck is mud. Out here, it's dew. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis & Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis & Associates online at gcpas.com. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school, or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader, and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. At Ascension St. Thomas, 
Care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading-edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at GetSTHealthCare.com. Any way you slice it, your game day won't be complete without soft, delicious bunny bread and bunny buns, an official corporate partner of Blue Raider Athletics. Whether you're watching with friends, cheering in the stands, or tuning in at home, count on Bunny to help strike out hunger and give you energy. So pick up some bunny buns and bunny bread today. It's sure to be a home run. That's what I said. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Play here. News Radio WGNS. Welcome back to the ballpark. Blue Raiders drop a tough one to UNC Wilmington by a score of six to four. A three-run bottom of the ninth does the damage with a walk-off homer from Brooks Baldwin. For we Wrap it up completely. Want to thank the producer engineers for today, Dalton Barrett for game one, Zach Woodard for this second game. Really appreciate their efforts and, and all they do to get this on down the road. And then so that it can be uh, in good format for you. Speaking of formats, tomorrow is a live stream only, and we'll be back on the radio again on Sunday. Final line, middle had four runs, 10 hits, two errors, seven left. UNC Wilmington, six runs, 10 hits, no errors and they stranded six. Hunter Hodges is the winning pitcher, and Trent Siebert takes the loss as the Blue Raiders split their two games here today in Wilmington, winning in 10 innings, 3-2 to two against St. John's, dropping the 6-4 to four game here tonight. Back at it again tomorrow, a game that will start at 11 o'clock, central time on the air so to speak, uh, without being on the air, about 10.45, and hope you'll be able to join us for that one. And then, of course, the finale of the series here will be Sunday afternoon at 2 Central. Tough uh, second game, but uh, overall a pretty decent game for day for the Raiders as they win one and lose one, and we'll suit them up and try again tomorrow and hope you'll be able to be with us for that. This is Bob Jamison. Thanks for joining us tonight. And we'll look forward to talking with you again with more Blue Raiders baseball. And you've been listening to MTSU Baseball on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. This has been Blue Raider Baseball. Today's game was presented by Lewis Bakeries, bakers of Bunny, Sunbeam, Healthy Life, and Lewis Bake Shop Breads. And Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation of the Blue Raider Network.